Hello, fellow pod people. Thank you for listening to our most recent episode. And remember, you can follow us on all of your favorite social media, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at AllBadThingsPod. And you can also go to our website at AllBadThingsPod.com. Please remember to rate and subscribe. It would help us out a lot. And once again, thank you for listening. All bad things. Tragedies, Tragedies, disasters. That's bad things. Trigger warning for everything possible. What? Hello. I'm Rachel. And I'm David. And this is All Bad Things. Today's disaster has one of the best sort of monikers ever. Like it's a like self-designated a nickname. title. A nickname. Yeah. And it, okay. has, uh, it has alternate titles too. Okay. So the main title is The Year Without a Summer. You did tell me what it was last night. No, I didn't. Well, yes, you I told, told me, you the name. Yeah, right. Yeah. Not had, what it meant, but right. yes. Uh-huh. I have no clue what, what that is, what that means. The, the only thing that came to mind, here's my early prediction. Okay. The only thing that came to mind when you said, what, what was it again? The year without a summer. The only thing that I could think of, the first thing that came to my mind was, I believe it was 1993. Okay. Pretty sure it was. That summer, I think a volcano erupted in the Philippines. Okay. Somewhere in that part of the world. Okay, in the South Pacific. Like. Yeah, and wow, what a what a vo- what a volcano will do to the atmosphere. Yeah, what happened? There, it was cloudy and rainy every day for like three fucking months through the whole summer. Everywhere. Uh, where I was living. And where were you? And yes. Where were you living then? This is when I was growing up. In, uh, oh, okay, yeah, Alexandria yeah, that's true. Bay. You said it was like ninety. But yeah. Where I grew up, you get one shot at a summer, and that's it. There's no, there's, there's no, oh, it's, it's warm early. It's warm late. Mm -hmm. It's warm for a certain window of time. And if that window of time is gone, then guess Mm -hmm. what? It's gone for good. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. that's the, that's the only thing, a volcano. You, you have the, the phenomenon correct. Oh, okay. It was a volcano. Okay. And it was exactly the, like you said, it messed up the atmosphere. The only thing you got wrong was the year. Okay. Now, so imagine if that was kind of chaotic to even, like, your life as a kid. It was just a pain in the ass. Yeah, Because I was, like, 16. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, rain every day? Now, imagine if that happened in 1816. Yeah, that would suck even worse. It it would kill people. (laughs) It would do that, too. Yeah. So, uh, the alternate titles for the year without a summer are The Poverty Year. Okay. The Summer That Never Was. Where did this happen? It, well, the world worldwide, it affected the atmosphere and the earth, but we'll go into oh, okay, where okay. the the volcano. Gotcha. Um, also, where did the, it start? Rather, yeah, the year there was no summer. I think a year without a summer sounds better than the year there was no summer. Yeah, they they homed this in on this title. They whittled it down, and then um, this one I feel like they I've had, heard they had of. to sell newspapers back then. They needed, right, they needed to catch the title, the headline. Yeah. Um, this one I think I've heard of before. 1800 and froze to death. 
I'm, like 1816, right. it was like a play on that. So, okay, yeah, I, I like I like the dramatic titles. I don't know, but so it was 1816 was the year without a summer. Uh, because it was called that because of the severe, unusual climate patterns that I, I wrote patterns. Patterns. The unusual climate patterns that dropped average global temperature by about 0.7 to 1.3 degrees Fahrenheit. That doesn't sound like a ton, but this is overall, this is an average. Right. So, um, and it basically just wreaked complete havoc on the agricultural system uh, and caused major food shortages. I was going to say, which was a pretty serious thing in 1816. In 1816, it's a completely agricultural centered yeah, you society. Make, you make mm-hmm. your food mm-hmm. or you die. That's, that was, yep. your, those are your options. And the main area affected was the entire northern hemisphere, basically. Okay. But to different degrees, and we'll go into that. So, so this is the H- early. Hence the point seven to the one point three. Right. Different degrees. <laughs> so we're talking about the early eighteen hundreds, which is important because you know civilization is obviously in full swing. This we're not talking about like prehistoric man or anything, and it was in the middle of the industrial revolution too. Um, but there wasn't the inf- near the infrastructure that there is now or even near the infrastructure there was 100 years ago. We're talking about 200 years ago, mm-hmm. 201 years ago to be precise, you know. When your lifespan wasn't that high. No, and you were short. Mm-hmm. Too. That's yeah. what I heard. Yes, yeah. North that's Americans what, have evolved. That's what it said in the Babysitter Club books, that people were short back in the 1700s. Well, I've, like for some strange reason, Lincoln is still our tallest president. By uh, two inches, I believe. Is he six four? Or yeah, something? I think yeah. Donald Trump is what six two. Six one, I've heard. Yeah. I think. I think he's yeah. the second tallest. Maybe Obama. Well, no, Obama was like six one, wasn't he? Uh, I know Michelle's like five ten, five eleven. Yeah. And he's a couple inches taller than her. Yeah. So uh, maybe it's him. Anyway. <laughs> we're so, we're doing a wonderful job speculating. Sorry for the uh, tangent. <laughs> um. Uh, there also wasn't the transportation system. Yeah. Like, like basically, what we're trying to say is life would suck so hard yes. that if you just plucked one of us out of our current universe and just threw us into that one, we'd be dead in a couple of days. Basically, yeah, yeah, and that's not even like talking about way no. long ago. It's just talking. We're talking about, about years uh, ago. being armed because uh, you had to be. Like somebody could just come and raid your camp one night and. Well, think about <laughs> it. the The United States had only been the United States for like thirty years at that point. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Also, at this point in Europe, they were just finishing up the Napoleonic Wars Mm -hmm. in 1815. So there was a huge impact to their infrastructure from that conflict. Yeah, because they started chopping off people's heads. Well, a lot happened. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Literally. Uh Or hanging them. Right, right. There was also um, two climate phenomena going on. Before 1816, like leading up to 1816, um, one thing was that the Earth was going through what has become, what has been called a little ice age. Okay. Uh, It wasn't like an ice age in the, the way that you would think, you know, or in the strict definition. It was just a period for like... 300-ish years from the 1500s to the 1800s, somewhere in that ballpark, where there was an overall dip in the Earth's temperatures. Um, And it occurred right after there had been a bit of a warming period during the medieval times. So there had been a little bit of a rise in the Earth's temperature and then a little bit of a dip for a few centuries. 
Um, and then the Earth was also experiencing a Dalton minimum, which is a period of low solar activity, which led to slightly lower overall temperatures on Earth anyway. So there's two things that are kind of dipping the temperatures a tiny bit naturally anyway. Making the, uh, yeah, making the conditions even harder. It was going to exacerbate mm -hmm. what was going to happen, exactly. Um, and this Dalton minimum is estimated to have lasted for about 40 years from like 1790 to 1830. And this is like nearing the end, but still pretty much in the middle of that. Actually, yeah, basically smack in the middle of that. Uh, there's also a correlation between lowering a lowering of solar activity and an increase in volcanic eruptions. So, which is going to go back to what you were talking about. So one plus one equals two. Yeah, it was kind of one plus one plus one yeah. equals three. <laughs> <laughs> I was so waiting you for, you waiting to say for me two. to say two. <laughs> we would have cut that. I wouldn't have wanted to. Uh... I don't know. I left in the thing about the year versus a day around the sun. I don't well, know. Well, I mean, I, everybody, you just, but that was, uh, that would have been. One a plus one plus one <laughs> equals two. That's what you were waiting for me to say. I knew that. You were so close. No, what I was thinking of was uh, that scene in Clue near the end. One plus two plus two plus one. Or one plus one plus one plus two. I, wait, what? One plus two plus two plus one. Do you remember that? The yeah. end of, they were trying to count the bullets in the gun and Miss well, Scarlet and Wadsworth were like. That's six. Dueling, I know, but they were trying to, they were, one of them said that all six rounds had been spent and the other said that there had only been five and they were arguing and uh, like adding up the different numbers. It's, I, I love Clue, that's a funny movie. Anyway. <laughs> Anywho, so. The board game is great too. I love Clue. I love Clue. It's been a while. You, well, we have it. I'm sure we do. If, I was going to say, if we don't, a, a brewery has it. Yeah, right? No, I love Clue. And you know me and my logic puzzles. Clue is a logic puzzle. Yeah. That's all it is. I actually kind of kick ass at Clue. I'm really damn good at Clue. I couldn't even tell you the last time I played it. I was probably not even a teenager. Well, I'm good at it, so you probably don't <laughs> want to play it with me anyway. Um, anyway, so because of these aggravating climate factors... The fact that uh, infrastructure being what it was or wasn't, plus um, the end of the Napoleonic Wars, all that stuff, it was, um, farming was already kind of a struggle, especially in New England and parts of Europe, and especially in higher altitudes, right? Temperatures go down sure. as you go up, so. All right, so it is generally believed that the year without a summer was a so-called volcanic winter. Caused primarily by the eruption of Mount Tambora mm. in the Dutch East Indies in the Pacific. Okay. Um, and it's also possible, and that was in that was in 1815. Now, but it's also possible the 1814 eruption of Mayon in the Philippines. Another so there volcano. were two different there eruptions were. in consecutive well, years. Yes, one was in 1814, yeah. one was in 1815. Yeah. It's thought that the 1815 one was kind of the more significant of the two. Well, because it just piled onto the other one. I mean, well, the, uh, plus it was yeah. a more massive eruption. Yeah. So we're going to talk about this. Mount Tambora is in the southern part of what's now known as Indonesia, north of Western Australia. So if you picture Australia, Philippines are north of it. It's like on the western part of that. 
1815, Mount Tambora had been dormant for several centuries. So it hadn't erupted for a long time, which is That's, never is... good in terms of what's about to happen. It had started to rumble and emit smoke in 1812. So this, oh. for a few years, this had, there had been some activity. Sure. Yeah. Um, and it finally erupted on April 5th, 1815. Another bad thing that happened in April. I'm telling you, April's a bad month for bad things, or a good month for bad things, however you want to look at it. Whatever your point of view is, but, exactly. both, are, but both are correct. Mm-hmm. Um, its eruption sounds could be heard as late as April 10th, so five days later. Jesus. Yeah. And as so it far... Just shook the earth. Yeah, and as far away as Sumatra, it could be heard, which was 16, over 1,600 miles away. Crazy. So it was a huge eruption, and the village of Tambora was completely destroyed by the ash, the lava, and the gas. And yet there had been smoke coming out of it for how long? For three years up to this point? Well, as early and as they, three years prior, yeah. yeah. And they didn't think to, yeah, maybe it's not the best well, idea. Well, I don't think um, volcanic <sighs> science was what it is today. Yeah, but still, you had to know... Like, the gods must have told them at some point that, hey, this this, well, this isn't going to work the... out really well for you guys. <laughs> like, I know you might have to take on a, a tribe somewhere else, but trust me, it'll be worth it for whoever lives. Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard. I don't know what the... But it's also, they just probably don't even know what the fuck it is. They're pro- Maybe, They're yeah. probably just thinking, oh, it's the uh, god of smoke. Doing well, a, I mean, we're not talking about like thousands of years. We're ago, talking. We're talking a, di- a completely a different, different part of the world yes, that had not possible. been industrialized. Uh, yeah. So yeah. it's possible they could have thought that too. Yeah, I don't think it's like a lack of caring. I think it's more of just a lack like, of understanding. Yes. Yes. Very much so. Um, so the eruption of Mount Tambora had a. Volcanic Explosivity Index, VEI, of 7. Now, to put that into context, the largest recorded volcanic volcanic eruption ever was an 8. So it was almost the worst it could get. It shook the earth for five days, apparently. Yeah. Well, um... Uh, yeah, or it could be or heard. the, it the could be ripple heard. effect lasted five days. It could be heard. The yeah. ripple effect was actually felt for years. We'll go into that's, that. But that's the, fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, so the largest recorded volcanic eruption, as far as the volcanic explosivity index, the VEI, is eight. There's no max in the VEI. It's eight just, is just the highest they've It's gotten. the highest it's gotten yeah. so far. Yeah. It may could get be, surpassed one day. Could be a 20. Yup, yup. They, yeah, they keep this scale, like, open-ended, because the new record <laughs> they don't, could be they don't set. Know. Yeah, 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 exactly. They don't happen all that often, mm-hmm. so. But the VEI is based on how much stuff comes out of the volcano, how high it goes, and how long it lasts. So it's all about eruption, mass, velocity, and time. So just like all those measurements. Uh, from the category of two and up, so here's where math starts coming in, a one increment on the scale indicates it's ten times more powerful from the previous number. So okay. in other words, a three is ten times more powerful than a two, a four is ten times more powerful than a three, et cetera, et cetera, right. and so forth. So a seven obviously is enormous. <laughs> it's just yeah. And an eight has only ever been recorded in the tens of thousands of BC years yeah, ago. Yeah, so it's not accurate at all. Well, well, it, well, it might, from, it very well, well might yeah, be because they have the, like records well, and fossils yeah, and stuff. That's true. It's just that it happened so, so long ago. 
this is up there in terms of bad volcanic eruptions yeah. in any recorded history. If the eight happened in the tens of thousands of BCs, then who really knows what man was up to then? Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. I mean, we're ca- yeah. cavemen at best. Right, I, uh... So, so Tambor was the most recent, most explosive eruption. So if you go back to try and find the most explosive it's, eruption, it's, it's going to... Yeah, most recently, yeah. Um, it's the largest observed eruption in recorded human history. So people saw this thing and lived. Well, from far away. People could hear it 1,600 miles away. Yeah, that's true. So Mount Tambora spewed an estimated 9.8 cubic... I put cupid. Jeez. (laughs) Thanks, autocorrect on Microsoft Word. Uh... Cubic miles of ash, lava, gas, and rock. 9.8 cubic miles. That sounds like a lot. That's a, that's a lot. When you throw a uh, cubic in there. <laughs> yes, cubic miles. Cubic feet, cubic inches, whatever. But no, cubic miles we're talking about. Imagine something 10 miles one way, the other way, and the other way. Like, you know. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I don't want to. No. <laughs> uh, but and, I don't have to. And all of this stuff had a weight of about 10 billion tons. Jesus Christ, just waiting to drop on people. Yeah, yes, and things and everything. And then the pyro, pyroclastic, pyroclastic oh, flow. right, right. Uh-huh. Now, the eruption... <laughs> I struggled with that word, apparently. You did good, though. <laughs> it's not an easy one. The eruption actually knocked almost 5,000 feet off the height of the volca- volcano. Jesus Christ. Yeah. It basically like... It just fucking blew up. Yeah, it took it down from 14,000 feet to like 9,300 feet. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's, it, it impacted the volcano itself so much. I mean, this, is, this was huge. This was huge. Um, this is probably when they started rewriting parts of the Bible. They were like, did you fucking see that shit? Right? Like, did you fucking see that? Had to have been God. <laughs> well. And I'm sure that's probably what you thought in 1815. Sure. how would you know any different? Right? <laughs> so it was on an island, right? It was in Indonesia, Mount Tambora. So yeah, fucking. You the nowhere, eruption. You nowhere to go. It destroyed the island, yeah. basically. Um, all plants were destroyed. Yeah. Basically all signs of life. It also called a, caused a moderately sized tsunami. Yeah, well, from seismic yeah. activity, right? Yeah. The the tsunami killed an estimated forty six hundred people in Jesus Indonesia. Christ. Yeah. Well, that's not even close to the biggest one of late, but that's a that's another podcast for another time. Oh yes, it's going to be a big one too. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are reports that several feet of ash ended up on the surface of the water, and boats actually had to kind of mow through the ash that was just sitting on the water. I mean, that had to have caused massive ecological impact, too. And I'm sure some boats got caught up in that, too. Yeah, you know yeah. Yeah, they're like, what's that coming really slow? Well, it's uh, going slow, but, oh, it's on fire. Well, this is ash, so it was just, Oh, I thought you were know, talking about inert, like, but, yeah, gotcha. Um, Still, that would uh, suck. So, do you remember, so this started April 5th, but eruptions lasted until July 15th. So now, we're not is... talking the same massive eruption. Sure. We're just talking activity. Right. Eruptive activity, right? Just like after an earthquake, the... Aftershocks. Yes. Yeah, exactly. For another three months, and what was that, ten days? 
Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But smoke continued to come out of the volcano until August 23rd. So oh, like yeah. four plus months of this. And aftershocks were reported as late as August 1819. Four years later. This thing was still active Shaking to some extent. Yeah. That's crazy. It is. It's. It's a wonder that thing didn't wipe out like... That, that's mm-hmm. one of those, uh, what do they call them, um, extinction-level events. Ellie, like mm-hmm. in Deep Impact. I mean, think of, if that thing went off today, think of how many more people would be dead. Yeah, well, yes. A, a billion? Uh, well. Maybe. So, so here's the death toll. Let's talk about that. Deaths directly stemming from the eruption, so just the eruption. Just the eruption alone. Like people getting wiped out by the, the magma and the ash and all that, was estimated, and these are all going to be estimates. Exactly. Around 10,000 people. That's a lot of people back then. At once, yeah. In one space. But there is potential that the year without a summer, which we'll go into that this was primarily instigated by this, um, again, an estimate caused upwards of 50 to 100,000, sorry, 50,000 to 100,000 deaths worldwide. It was like a mini plague. Yeah, yeah, basically, basically. Um, what I found kind of interesting about this because you're, you, you nailed it in the beginning. The year without a summer was basically the impact of this volcano causing uh, disruptions in the atmosphere. Right. Mm -hmm. But it, it, it historically, it took it to another level. Well, historically this is framed as the year without a summer, but what it really could be framed as is the eruption of Mount Tambora. Sure. Because that's the that, that, thing. That, that is also correct. Yeah, exactly. But I kind of think that it's it's been framed more as the year without a summer because that impacted the West more than the eruption itself did. The eruption itself was in Indonesia. So nobody died in the West from like the absolute... It was where it, this, was, this thing was headed. Right, was, right. Yeah. Where, the, uh, where the atmospheric disruption it was. It blew away from them and, and toward everybody else. Well, essentially. Y- yeah, but the thing is, I just kind of feel like historically it's kind of get it kind of got framed in a western lens. It was like it was less like, "Oh my god, 10,000 people were killed and all the after effects." It was more like, "Oh my god, the western world is in disarray. Now we care." You know what I mean? I kind well, of feel like it's that. And the death toll was potentially greater than, from the after effects than it was from the initial erupti- eruption, but still, it's just kind of like, I find it interesting that it's framed not as the Mount Tambora eruption, but that it's framed as the year without a summer. Because that's when it started impacting the West. I don't know, maybe I'm reading too much into it, too much revisionist history, but I don't know. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about... Yeah. Notice how I did not comment. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> So now let's talk about that was the eruption that led it's primarily instigated. Essentially, in one form or another, shook the earth for a recorded almost almost four five years. almost five. Yeah, basically. Oh, more than four years. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's insane. It's a it's a lot. I can't even comprehend that. Well, it it but by, by all accounts is like the biggest eruption we know of. Yeah. Like that, that people it, that actually people have lived seen through. and yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's actual documentation. Of yes. It. So the volcanic ash that was spewed by Mount Tambora was ejected with such velocity and so high 
that it took a lot longer for it to come oh, down. Yeah. Right? What goes up must come down. Yeah. And it will eventually, but... Yeah. So the coarser and heavier ash came down faster um, in about one to two weeks. And that was fast, you know. That's that's how fast so up it was, it was going. It was raining ash for two weeks. Yeah, yeah. Well, within a couple weeks, yeah. But the finer ash stayed just, high up in the atmosphere at altitudes of 6 to 18 miles up. Mm-hmm. That's how high up it was. Um, and notably, this ash was mixed with sulfur dioxide. Oh. And when sulfur... That, that sounds like it's healthy for you. Right. Can we get some of that at the store <laughs> later? <laughs> when sulfur dioxide gets up high enough into the atmosphere, it reacts with water vapor and becomes an aerosol, which makes it scatter a lot differently. Which which it can be anywhere. Exactly. And the winds disperse this ash and sulfur aerosol across the globe. And this is what largely caused is thought to have caused the year without a summer. It was a climate disruption as a result of this aerosol, ash and sulfur in the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. But remember, this it is... Was, it was Armageddon. <laughs> yeah, right? It was. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure it was. For, I'm sure that's what some people were thinking. Right, right. So remember the um, the volcano erupted April eighteen fifteen, but the year without a summer was eighteen sixteen. Right. That's how long it took for this to be so impactful. It just uh, it was like that movie. Um, two people might get this reference. It was okay. like that eighties horror movie. It was called The Stuff. <laughs> what was the stuff about? The stuff was eventually. It was like this uh, alien, like a gel that came from outer space, and it tasted really good. So they used it to make ice cream, but what it did is like turned you into a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> Was it a good movie? Uh, it's on it. It's actually on that HBO app if you oh, want to really? if you want to check it out. Like it's on my. Uh, but but no. I'm not sure. I haven't. Have you ever seen? Or you don't remember? I right? haven't seen it since I, I saw this thing when I was like yeah. ten years old a couple of times. Uh-huh. You know, it was just like wow, that was kind of weird. I want to see it again. <laughs> Wasn't there a, isn't The Mist, wasn't that Stephen King, like, wasn't that about some sort of, like... Yeah, but that was a, that was an entirely different context. It oh, was, okay. But, uh, but yeah, the, the stuff, that's what this is. The stuff. The stuff. But it took people a while to realize, oh, this is, this uh, is the stuff that's killing us. But why would you just randomly eat something that you didn't know it was? Because it tasted very good. No, they made it. They used it to make ice cream. There was well, like a ice I, cream. I got gotcha, you, but if you're like, oh, was, here's a new substance. It was in everything. No, it was in ice cream that people have had. It was just like a... How did it get in the ice cream? I don't know. They, 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 didn't, they didn't really... They didn't... This is an 80s horror movie with a budget of maybe $100,000. They didn't get really too nuanced. <laughs> They, they, Am I too they, deeply they, analyzing they, the stuff? They, they didn't. They didn't show them like on the factory floor, like making it and like making boardroom decisions. Being but like, you said it was well, aliens. It was an alien gel. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm not getting what, it. What are you doing to me? <laughs> I'm asking too many logical questions yeah. of an illogical premise. Yes, thank you. Sorry. <laughs> Should we get back to the year without a summer then? <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> I, I, yeah, my mind is, I'm trying to think of everything right now, but I can't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, at least I have my notes. <laughs> I can always go back to that. So in the spring and summer of 1816, the ash and sulfur was coming back down into the visible atmosphere, 
causing a sort of fog that was really a sort of aerosol dispersal. And toxic as hell. Well, certainly not good for Mm -hmm. you, I imagine, of ash and gas. So this dimmed the sunlight that got through the atmosphere, and rain and wind wouldn't even disperse this stuff. So it's not like, oh, the rain will clear it up. No. It was just hanging there. It was just a fog, yep. Um, Rainfall also increased by an estimated 80% from what could have normally been expected. So it completely disrupted the climate patterns. Now, there there had already been... Bad agricultural effects of the Little Ice Age. Remember the mm-hmm. temperatures were dipping, so that was already causing a hardship for agriculture. Um, so this dimming of the sunlight and lowering of the temperature and more severe precipitation caused even more problems for agriculture. The main issues were more at high elevations because um, obviously, again, you know, higher up you get lower temperatures, um, and it was felt most the most in New England. Um, Eastern Canada, so the Atlantic part of Canada, mm-hmm. and parts of Western Europe, although other places did experience climate disruption, which we'll discuss. Well, the whole world did. Yeah, yes, but, but cer- to some extent. Yes. Certain areas just had an extreme hit. version of it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, so in May 1816, May 1816, there was a frost that killed off wow. most of the crops in New England. This, you know what? The, that kind of sounds familiar. Okay, so is this starting to ring a bell a little bit more? I, a little bit. Maybe. That sounds familiar. History class at some yeah. point or something. I, I had no idea it was caused by this, or mm. maybe I did and forgot, but that... Well, again, this is just... This is early America. Yeah. Yes, This is when early. we're just... This is frontier this America. This is just yeah. when we're trying to get things yeah. up and running. Yeah. And New England was the epicenter of America, yes. too. Yeah. You know, because there was no... Well... Was there a West at this point? I mean, like, as far as America was considered? That was closer to like, the 1840s, s- right? Wasn't it's, whenever the, it's whenever the Louisiana Purchase was, but then it wasn't until... Like the gold rush and stuff. Well, I, that and uh, Lewis and Clark mm, going to the West Coast. Gotcha. Like, that's when they discovered, oh, well, this is what we bought? Nice. Right? I think it <laughs> for, was later, like, though. Like, I- we bought this for, like, ten bucks. <laughs> I don't think it was during this time. I think it was no, later. No, I think it was yeah. after. This yeah. is mostly the America. Is, Colonial America is still kind of. strictly yeah. East Coast. Yeah. A little bit inland with like New York and Pennsylvania. Right. This is, right. this is East Coast only. So during the month of May, again 1816, temperatures dipped below freezing almost every day. In May. In May. When it's supposed to be spring. At that yeah. time, probably At least 60s. Starting to warm up. 60s, yeah. 70s. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you can manage with that. On June 6th, snow fell in Albany and Maine. June 6th. The ground was frozen solid on June 9th. Oh my god. So that would have destroyed everybody's crops. Yes. By July 7th, July 7th, it was so cold that plants that were living still weren't growing. Weren't growing because they couldn't thrive in that those temperatures. <laughs> They're not getting any sun either. Yeah, yeah, the sun has been didn't, exactly. And in July and August, lake and river ice was still being seen as far south as Pennsylvania. That is insane. Yes. Like, growing up in that part of the world, Mm -hmm. there are many, you know, even still to this day, many major rivers and lakes in that part of the world Mm -hmm. as far as transportation of goods, all that kind of stuff. If we didn't have that as a country, 
that's who knows how much money lost if we don't yeah. have if we don't yeah. have those, for those shipping routes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So for the, for there to be ice on the St. Lawrence River in August. I imagine there would have been, yeah. Is crazy. Mm-hmm. That does I can't even comprehend that. Yeah. I can comprehend it in January. Sure. But even in the channel, because you've got ships running through there all the time, mm-hmm. and the channel is so choppy, it, mm-hmm. it, it really never turns the yeah. ice. Well, they wouldn't have had the same number of ships they and such not. going through, but Or the still, same type of ships. Yeah. But even so... Right. It's still a huge river. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's obvious. It's completely out of the norm back then, let alone today. Yeah. That is insane. Yeah. And major... People, people were losing their minds, I'm, I'm sure. Sh- yes. A major frost was still seen as late as August 23rd. So this lasted the whole summer. Um, and, and there was frost in Virginia reported on August 20th and 21st. So this went pretty far south, all mm-hmm. things considered. I mean, we live in North Carolina, so imagine there being frost in August here. It is just north of us. sweltering here in <laughs> yeah. August. Yeah. It's like I would in the actually, 90s. I would actually enjoy it, I think. <laughs> right? I'd be like, this is kind of nice. Theoretically. <laughs> yeah. Not the impact it would have, but yeah. But here's the weird thing. There was also gigantic temperature swings during this time period. Very quickly. So there were times when the temperatures would rise well into the 90s and then plummet to almost freezing in hours. So these just extreme swings. Yeah. The, I mean, I... It doesn't make any sense. Like, yeah, like yeah it, right? Yeah. But it was this one specific disruption And, and this, the is, this isn't back... This is in 1816. It's not like people had a wardrobe. Right? You, you had... You had... You know what you had? You had a set of clothes. Mm-hmm. Uh, being the keyword, And you wear those every day. It's not like you had, oh, it's 90, I'm putting on shorts and a tank. Right. And, and my, uh, and my right. flip-flops. Oh, then, oh, it's 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 uh, 34. Right. I'll put on my jeans and my... Je- no. But, they, they had an outfit. Yeah. But, but can you imagine if it was like, oh, it's 90 degrees now, an hour later it's 80, an hour later it's 70, an hour later it's 60, and it just keeps dropping till it's almost freezing? Yeah, I, no, I... It's, when we have a temperature, we've had a few temperature things of like 30 or 40 degrees and it seems wild, mm-hmm. but we're talking about like we're, we're 60, talking about 70 that degrees. In hours. Yes. Like when we've had yes. those temperature swings, it's been overnight. overnight. Yeah. And it's like just at the end yeah. of the night, like just before yeah. dawn is when it gets the coldest. You're like, yeah. You're like, fuck, it's cold out. Yeah. Like, yeah. Or it's like, wow, it's really warm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... Now, something to keep in mind is people in these um, normally cold environments were used to harsh harsh winters. Harsh winters were not, like, new to them. (laughs) But harsh winters in August, that's new. Well, see, the problem wasn't, like, physical survival in terms of staying warm and things like that. The problem was the access to food. Yeah. It was all, all their crops are gone. Exactly. Yeah. They got plenty of water. And also but, to... But no, right. absolutely no food. Right. And also to firewood. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. that's how you stayed warm, yeah. right? So the crops that did survive and were harvested saw huge spikes in price. Oh, hell yeah. Because of their scarcity. And some crops saw actually like tenfold increases in price. Just think for our teenage listeners, like crops at that time... Would be like, um, like the new Xbox coming out like around this Christmas. Like there's six of them. 
Like we got yeah, it. right. And they, and they, they cost $35,000 yeah, or something. And you, you know, know what? When I get it, I'm going to put it on eBay. I'm going to double my money. <laughs> yeah, right? So, so mm-hmm. kids at home make that equivalence right there. There you go. There that's, you go. That's, that's what that would feel like uh, to not have food. I thought you were going to make a joke about weed. Now imagine the price of weed was... <laughs> well, once they got done with it, it probably would like... Had a nice steady, like, we all need some weed. We all need, <laughs> right? We all need to just kind of. I bet there was a black market that yeah. came up out of this. No, I don't, yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, anytime there's, you know, scarcity. Yeah. And it's not like people were making laws about that, but it, back then it was, you know, everybody for himself, pretty mm-hmm. much. Kind of. You, you and your tribe. Yep. And, be- and I don't mean tribe just meaning Native American, no, no. I mean you and. Right, you know, your clan, your, yeah, kind of, yeah. Yeah. Well, you, clan's a, yeah. not the best word to use either. I don't mean with the K. <laughs> it doesn't mean with the bed sheets. No. With the holes in them. No. I hope those people just die. Yes. And just freeze to death. And all that DNA rots in the earth. Yeah, I mean that's a really shitty thing to say, but it's not that's, either. No. Yeah. But anyway. It won't happen. But anyway. No. Okay. Let's keep going. <laughs> There'll always be another dipshit to come along. Yeah, it's true. Also, another aggravating factor was that ex- exporting food and transportation for food oh, was severely. Yep. Well, it 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 was okay, yeah, but yeah. like now there's like, like climate st- problems to that yeah. or impediments to that. But it must have knocked out a lot of ships. Certainly a, would, a lot of yeah. shipping routes, so any transportation they were doing was on foot. Well, or, or trains or buggies, like all sorts of things would have been disrupted by this. So, yeah. Um, and remember, Europe, so we've been talking about America a little bit here, but remember. <laughs> what? <laughs> I kind of let you slide on that one, but okay, it's okay. What, what Go did ahead. I say? You said trains and buggies. Yeah. Yeah. There were trains back then, and no, there were that, buggies. No, that, but buggies. What do you mean Horse by that? Horse and buggies. Oh, I was... <laughs> oh, were you thinking baby buggies? No, I was just, I was thinking, like, the original, the, the original, like, cars they made in, like, the 1900s. That's oh, horseless was, carriages. Because that's no. what they, that's what they, that's what they called them. No, I mean, like, horse and buggy, okay. a horse and carriage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you thought I meant cars in 1816. I did. Okay. Well, I'll let you slide on you thinking that about me because I did say that <laughs> once around the sun for the earth was a day. So, yes. I would Sorry. say something that's stupid. Sorry. I was the one that turned out to be a... Whatever. And you're, you're okay. <laughs> you're fine. It would not have been outside of the realm of possibility for me to be that stupid. So. Um, but, all right. But it is the same thing. They just have two different meanings. Yes. I meant a horse and yes. buggy, to be clear. Yes. yes. Okay. Um, For all you listeners at home. Yes. <laughs> I'm sure you're concerned. <laughs> Google horse and buggy. <laughs> so remember, Europe had only just recently come out of wartime for the Napoleonic Wars. So Plus we had just come out of the War of 1812. Yeah, that would have been pretty recent. Yep, because yeah. it was 1816, so four years earlier. But the Napoleonic Wars ended in 1815, so this is mm-hmm. like just after that. So that's when Europe has gotten all... Uh, crazy. Hey, yes. they want independence too. Right? So they were in a just post-war yeah. period that completely had so, already disrupted so their society. One half of the world is already in somewhat of a tailspin. The Western world, yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then the, yeah. this just adds to it. Mm-hmm. So this just was a really bad timing yeah. for Europe. There were failed harvests in the UK, which was caused by cooler temperatures 
and heavy rains. It's already rainy in parts of the UK, so imagine adding that 80% more, whatever was the, you know, the difference. Ireland was especially hard hit, and uh, wheat, oats, and potatoes all were failing. Major crops, obviously. We will get to the Irish potato famine at some point. Uh, there was also, wonderfully, a major typhus epidemic in Ireland. Sweet. So let's add just disease to all of this. Bonus. Yeah, and it was precipitated by all this. Well, sure. That outbreak, yeah. Because people couldn't get healthy because they couldn't eat. Right? Yeah, it's got to be a little bit of a that's, downer that's there. Gonna, it's going to be a bit of a struggle. <laughs> a drag. You can't just go to the pharmacy and be like, well, no. yeah, the, the 25s aren't working, give me the 30s. Right. It, it was like, you, know. <laughs> you can't even go to the grocery store and just get food. No. No, so that's, that's that's insane. So that was in the UK. In Germany, there were severe food shortages and huge price increases. And the problem was people didn't generate like the general population, non-agricultural related people, didn't understand what was going on that was causing all of this. There wasn't right, the because, news. Because there this, wasn't this is also very early on in the Industrial Revolution. Yeah, yeah. So there is at this point in America, certainly in Europe, always has been, there is certainly a class system over here too. Yes. Yes. And, and those class systems had basically looked at people like peasants. That's what you were. Yeah, right, Because right. that's mm-hmm. what you were. Mm-hmm. Everything was mostly provided for them, mm-hmm. or they had control of it in some way. Right. So they're probably like, like, where are my potatoes? Like, what do, what do you mean you didn't? Right. What do you mean there was a volcanic eruption and... Well, the, I'm, I'm guessing half, they half did... This, yeah. At least not everybody was putting two and two together on that. Yeah. So, <laughs> what do you mean? There's just ash hanging in there, right? Oh, there, there it is, right? So, because of this confusion over what was going on, people were thinking that things were being done deliberately, sure. which is understandable. And so, there were demonstrations yeah. and yeah. riots. Think of how far you could take conspiracy theory back then, right? If you just knew how to write, people were like, Check out this guy, check mm-hmm. out Brad, mm-hmm. he knows how to spell the Infowars of 1816. Yeah, so you could have easily been like, This is this is King George fucking with us again. Mm-hmm. Go take your arms yeah. to this uh, bread yeah. factory. They're running a, a yeah. climate disruption yeah. ring just, in the basement. Just get whatever you can get. Jeez. So, yeah. Alex Jones would have had a field day oh, back in this time. Serious. I, 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 now, I, now I want to find out who the Alex Jones of, of 1816, 1816 was. Of 1816 Europe was? Because you know there was. <laughs> yeah, right. There had to have been. Right? Um, so, in Europe especially, things escalated pretty badly and riots looting, oh, arson. Yeah. Uh, Switzerland, ironically, saw the worst violence because yeah. we think of them as, like, neutral, right? <laughs> Imagine the L.A. riots, which just had their 25th anniversary. Yeah. Imagine that with absolutely no rules. Yeah, not much of a police force or, yeah. No, I'm talking about absolutely or... no rules, really. They had laws. They did, but but when it came down to that, again, this is every man for themselves time. It was... It, the, Things could turn to barbarism a lot quicker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So just imagine the L.A. riots on steroids. Yeah, basically. That's kind of what I'm picturing in my mind, like, what the fuck that mm-hmm. would look like. With nobody there to stop it. Mm-hmm. Until, like, yeah, we killed them all. Right? Like, that's, yeah. that's, yeah. that's when it stopped. And, and Switzerland ended up declaring a state of emergency. I'll bet. Yeah, that makes sense. I'll bet the rest of the world was also doing the same thing. <laughs> right? I hope, anyway. Yeah. Many of Europe's um, major rivers were flooded. 
because of the oh, rainfall. The, yeah. Um, and there were huge storms that occurred as well. Hungary saw brown snowfall because of the the um, gas and ash mm-hmm. from the atmosphere. Italy saw red snowfall. Can you imagine? <laughs> they definitely thought it was Armageddon. Blood rain, Ro- blood snow. Roman Catholics. Yeah. Yeah. Blood snow. That's there's a uh, blood snow. <laughs> Oh, that sounds like a metal song. Yeah, that's how it, it sounds like a metal song or a metal band or the name of the album from a metal band. Or all of the above. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, because they're interchangeable, as we know. Or you could go, uh, to steal a joke from Henry Zabrowski, you could go Bad Company, buy Bad Company from the album Bad, Bad Company. Company. <laughs> so this is the song Blood Snow. There's only one other person that will get this reference. Check this out. Uh-huh. All right. 1988-89, there was this band called Blue Murder. That was... <laughs> okay. Okay. There was a band called Blue Murder. The lead singer came from... He was like a guitarist for Whitesnake, but Whitesnake had a rotation... He just liked colors. Blue, right. We're talking like... 19, Blue Murder, talking White like Snake. 1988 Whitesnake. <laughs> so, you know what I'm talking that's about. That's classic Whitesnake. Oh, that's just... Yeah. That's Tawny Katane dancing on cars, Whitesnake. That's what that is. All right. But, um... And his drummer was Carmine Apice, Carmine Apice who was in, like, Humble Pie, I think, or oh, something like that. back in the day. Yes. Okay. Um... But the name of the band was Blue Murder. Um, it was never a single, but it was a song on the cassette that I had. Uh-huh. They had a song called Blue Murder, and the name of the album was Blue, Blue Murder. Murder. <laughs> <laughs> the lead singer of the band probably doesn't even remember that. <laughs> but, he's I, but I do. High the he's probably high And time. he's probably like 65 now, and hopefully in a nursing home, and just like, hey, let me tell you. <laughs> Let me tell you about Minneapolis in 1987. Like, could you imagine? Are they from Minneapolis? No, but they were probably there at one point. (laughs) I got to like touring. Can you you imagine? Can you imagine the mullets you would see in Minneapolis in 1987? How glorious they would be! I remember the mullets from Minneapolis in like 1991, 92. They were still pretty epic. They don't die. No, no, they don't. Mullets have a life of their own. They do. I mean, they have their ups and downs, just like climate. <laughs> but they never go away. No. As long as there is hockey and yeah. northerners, there yes. will be mullets. And Minnesota. Yes. And all of Canada. Yes. Alrighty. What were we talking about? Oh, a volcano. Oh, oh that's a right. A volcano that shook the earth for almost five years. And killed a bunch of people. All right. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> so we talked about North America and Europe. Some catastrophic effects were even felt in Asia. Um, in China, trees, rice crops, and water buffalo were killed off. Um, there was also flooding that destroyed crops. And Mount Tambora's eruption caused a disruption in China's monsoon season. So, like, cut to larger weather patterns. So, it just made it even worse. Mm-hmm. And and caused terrible flooding of the Yangtze Valley, and I think I'm actually going to cover that in a separate All Bad Things because it's its own trend, okay. like bad thing. Um, India also had a disrupted monsoon season that caused torrential rains later than would be normal in the monsoon season, um, and contributed to the spread of cholera as far as Moscow. I particularly enjoy a good spread of cholera. <laughs> My favorite Who cheese. Doesn't? It's my favorite cheese. <laughs> Your favorite cheese? It's, it's called. I gotcha. Spread. Ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> it could be the name of a cheese. It could be. 
So or, were, or a metal band. Yeah, or the name of their album. It would definitely be the name of their album, Cholera. Yeah. Cholera. <laughs> yeah. They, they, they'd say it in some other song. Mm-hmm. They'd say like cholera somewhere in you know in the in the right. verse. And but then call the whole album. Call, call the song something else though. Yes. But the album yes. be like, hey, we like that cholera. Yeah. Uh huh. So the resulting. We'll, we'll be in Minneapolis next week. <laughs> The resulting rise in poverty also led to a worldwide proliferation of... AIDS? Uh, what? Okay, I'm, I'm making a joke. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll, I was supposed to go along with you, but I really didn't catch You did your own what on that one. What? Yeah. No, of opium. Oh, okay. Because what so, are you going to do when things are terrible? Hey, at least somebody had some fun. Well... I hope. I hope. I really do. Yeah, right. You might as well have fun at this point because you're going to die yeah, probably. Yeah, you're going to die soon. So, so, like I said, there are estimates that the fallout, lives-wise, of the year without a summer could have been upwards of 100,000 people. I'm going to guess it was more than that. The, but, yeah, tracing deaths from indirect causes like yeah, famine, you, disease, yeah. it, it's... It, there's really just a stab in the dark, so... So, this was all just bad but this might be the worst thing we've ever covered it just like just how like far-reaching uh, it was can you name something else that shook the earth for almost five right? years because i can't other th- other other than the uh the category eight or whatever that shook the earth right that was, that was before tens of recorded of BCs ago mm-hmm. but um everything we've covered so far has been very localized yes this is this was worldwide. this is yes Impact. There's, there's no escaping this. And thing. so much so that there's really no direct measurement of, of, of what, di- the, what yeah. the fallout was. Yeah. yeah. Could have been a million people, for all we know, in the, in the end all be all. Or yeah. Who knows? Plus, like, I was I was born during this outbreak. Yeah, that could have right, shaved right? 10 years exactly. off your life. Exactly. Or, or yeah. economic impact that then yeah. impacted people's lives. Yeah. So who it's, knows? It's, count- who knows? it's almost countless. Pretty much. It affected every human on the earth. At that point. Yeah, probably. It did. Yeah, basically. Yeah. So, what is the upside of this? <laughs> I'm trying to... Th- I, that's what I've been trying to think of. So, here's of. the thing. It's it's very specific. Well, we're very... around, so people rebounded. Well, yeah. But no, no, no. This is something very specific and very sort of like, well, it wasn't worth all that, but it's something to hang your hat on. So, here. There was an unusual... Like, like I would go a different route, but... Hey, <laughs> you wanna, same you outcome. destroy the earth, okay. Same outcome. No, there was some unusual contributions to the arts and sciences during this period, kind of as a direct or indirect result of the year without a summer. So, for one, and again, these are small in comparison to the disaster, but still, hear me out on this. I'm going to guess these are the pe- also the same people with the opium. <laughs> right? Yeah, maybe. Artists and yeah, scientists, yeah. That, that would be my guess. So for one thing, the painter J.M.W. Turner, and I'm terrible at art history, so I didn't I know am, who this guy was. I have but no fucking clue. Yeah, for those art say. history majors who are sitting in their parents' basement because they can't find a like, job... <laughs> Oh, that's not very nice. I was gonna say like I was gonna say like wanted to throw something like it's this guy. Oh, okay. Did this. Well, for once, I, I was I the mean no person idea. and you were the nice one. I have no clue. Um, so J M W Turner painted some spectacular sunsets. I bet he did. Inspired by the real life 
brilliant yellow and red tinged sunsets <laughs> with that the, resulted with from the ash the, hanging yep, in the air. That's yep, it's my, my favorite sunset. It it caused some really spectacular sunsets. <laughs> it, actually, it would be my favorite sunset if I could see the sun, but all I can see is an ash cloud. No, that's no, the I'm thing just, is, what's just, ca- oh, um, see kidding. again, you didn't signal me. I told you to signal me when you were joking. You just got to be ready. <laughs> you said I would know, and I didn't. Okay. <laughs> All right. Also, since there was a lack of crops, there was a lack of crops to feed animals too. Obviously, so oh, there was yeah, a so lot live, of livestock. Yes, is yes, a huge hit. And it's speculated that German inventor Karl Dreiss started researching horseless transportation during this period, uh-huh. eventually leading to the inventions that would eventually turn into. The bicycle. Okay. Which would eventually hey. start to mechanize transport. Something, something that's still around today. Yes. So mechanized transport started yeah. to be inspired by this. That was the first machine we had. Yeah. To ride. Well, yes, to, for transport. Yeah. yeah. Um, so there was also a sizable migration to the Midwest, settling and establishing the American heartland. Um, because New England mm-hmm. families headed a little bit west. <laughs> not like, westward ho, but... They're like, I want to be able to see the... I'm like, I'm going to see the ash cloud anyway. I just want it to be, like, a little Mm -hmm. less hazy. Right. Like, Michigan sounds good. Right. How about Minneapolis? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I hear there's a great band playing there tomorrow night. there must be. So... They got got great hairstyles, I've heard. (laughs) So we can also... Either thank or blame, depending <laughs> on your can. view of the American heartland. Uh, that's a tough one. I'm, <laughs> I'm really weighing that out. There's a lot of nice people in the American heartland. There's a lot of conservative people in the American heartland. Yeah, that's a tough one. There's a lot of overlap of those two to, groups. I'm going to have to American sleep heartland. on this one. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, let's keep going. So here's some very interesting, like, little tidbit here about the year without a summer. In June 1816, so in the middle of this summer... The bad weather kept Mary Shelley, John William Polidori, and others to stay indoors while they were staying at a villa in Switzerland. Now, does the name Mary Shelley ring a bell? Yes, it does. Yeah. Uh, One of the original horror novelists. Exactly. To occupy themselves, these authors decided to have a contest to see who could write the scariest story, and what do you think Mary Shelley wrote? Uh, was it Frankenstein? Yes. Or The Modern Prometheus is, oh. its, is its full title. Frankenstein oh, or okay. The Modern Prometheus. I'm trying to... She also did... Um, I only know these because they came out with stupid movies in oh. like the mid-90s. There was another Mary Shelley movie, but I can't remember what the hell it is. Oh, 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 with Julia Roberts. Um, yes, yes, yes. Oh, where she had weird hair. Well, Mary, yeah. Mary... Christ All I can think of is Frankenstein. Mary, Mary Riley. Something Riley. Was that it? Somebody Riley. Yeah, we'll, we'll look it up later. Yeah. P- again, people are yelling at yes. there. <laughs> yes, throwing something. Yes. No. It's this. Yeah. Okay. Now, I've been that person listening to podcasts doing oh, yeah. that, so sorry. I know what that feels like. Like, it was 1892, you dummy. <laughs> right. Not 1891. <laughs> so, Lord Byron also wrote a fragment, uh, which is the name of a piece, that inspired Polidori to write The Vampire later oh, on, okay. which inspired Bram Stoker to write Dracula. Mm-hmm. So in which a weird way... Which also inspired uh, vampires, inspired zombies. 
Okay. Yep. And so in in a very weird way, the year without a summer is to be credited for like creating the art. horror genre. A lot of art. Yes. And of, basically creating of, the horror genre. A lot of dark art. Yes. Because the Bible wasn't enough. <laughs> they had to kick it up a notch. Yeah. And that is the year without a summer. That's fucking crazy. The yeah, the, pretty... the the thing I just can't get out of my mind is the earth shaking for almost five years. Right. And then, but, in, but it's well, also. Yeah. Eruptions to some extent. Right, just all the Mm -hmm. aftershocks. Mm -hmm. You know, this had a physical five-year impact on the on the world. Right, not just atmospheric. Yeah, atmospheric. Who knows how long this lasted? I mean, because you could still say there's remnants of it fifty years later. It's less than what it was. There could still be some particles up there. Yeah, who knows? But uh, I mean, that's how much of the top blew off. Uh, Five hundred feet of it. Like it went from. 1,400 feet tall to, like, 900-something feet tall. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, okay. That's a huge yeah. chunk of it. Basically, a third of it was leveled off during the eruption. Yeah. I mean, it ruined the island. It's, yeah. And people probably thought... I mean, because, yeah, there were scientists back then. I'm sure there were geologists back then. Yeah, I would think but, so. But that, nobody... what was going on, nobody yeah. had ever seen one. Yeah, no, certainly not to this extent. No. Although, remember, 1814, there was that other eruption, so they had seen something similar to it, but it was not nearly yeah, as big the, as this. Yeah, this one, this one was just a, just a, hello. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm here to wipe out anybody that's around me, or uh, on the other side of the planet. Yeah. So, I yeah. mean, that's, that's the craziest part, is, like, that's, because that's, because if that happened today, mm-hmm. it would be a, a news thing, there'd be cameras, there'd be... Right. iPhones, there'd be, it'd be from, we could right. see it from a million different angles. And it would, and, but we would know what it is. Like, oh, it's an eruption. Right. 200 years ago. Yeah. And you're talking about the part of the world where this happened in. Most right. of those people probably had no, they probably thought like it was judgment day. Right. Yeah. And why wouldn't you? Right. It would almost be logical. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah. that's yeah isn't it amazing i i had no idea i had heard about the year without a summer sorry that's okay (laughs) but uh turning down your phone i should probably turn no huh what (laughs) um was i yeah but uh it just that i did not expect this when i looked into the year without a summer how impactful it really was yeah. So. Yeah. This this fascinated me. I yeah. was very fascinated by yeah. this one. I mean, a, a, a volcano like you've seen stuff on like Mount Saint Helens and stuff. I'm mm-hmm. sure. I mean, a, a volcano. We'll has, cover that. Yeah. And Vesuvius for mm-hmm. Pompeii and yeah. all that. There's has, there's lots of them. It has covered. an impact on the entire world. Yep. To some extent. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So but it's, this it's one. A, it's a crazy phenomenon. This one was the biggest in recorded history. Yeah. And people actually saw it. Yeah. And some uh, some horror came out of it. Yeah, in, yeah, literally in, in, in real life and uh-huh. in art. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. That's our cat. <laughs> that's our. That's probably our cue. Yes. <laughs> all right. So that was the year without a summer. This has been all bad things. We'll see you next week.